Hi, this is Robert Helms, and thanks for listening to the Real Estate Guys podcast. Hey, do me a favor. Take a quick moment to give us some feedback on our iTunes page. We'd really love to know what you think. Thanks so much. Now, on with the show. Welcome to the Real Estate Guys radio program. I'm your host, Robert Helms. What's the most difficult part about buy and hold real estate? Is it finding the property? Is it finding the market? We say it's finding a great property manager. We'll talk about what it takes, and you'll get to meet one today on the Real Estate Guys radio program. Go online with the Real Estate Guys. The Real Estate Guys need your help. We're conducting an online survey to learn more about the information that you're looking for and how we can help grow the Real Estate Guys radio program. Just a few minutes of your time will help us help you. While you're online, subscribe to our e-newsletter. You'll automatically be entered to win a cruise with the Real Estate Guys. Help us to help you. Go online with the Real Estate Guys at realestateguysradio.com. realestateguysradio.com. Welcome to the Real Estate Guys radio program. I'm your host, Robert Helms. We love to invest in long-term buy-and-hold real estate property where the tenants pay us rents, and it covers our mortgage, and it covers our taxes, and it covers our insurance, and it covers our management, and every uh, dollar over that is profit to us. We love that. But the big challenge is finding a great property manager. Today, we're going to talk about how you find that needle in a haystack. Before we do, let's meet the co-host of the Real Estate Guys financial strategist, Russell Gray. Hey, Robert. How are you, sir? I'm awesome. You know, we uh, got back just a couple weeks ago from our uh, 2009 Investor Summit at Sea. My goodness, what a great time was had by all. It was a great time, and uh, I'm feeling larger these days. Larger and larger. Yeah, you know, that's the one challenge with uh, the cruise. We do our summit at Sea every year with a group of real estate investors, and uh, we do it on a cruise ship so that we can kind of have, uh, as, as Russ likes to call it, a total immersion, which you don't think you want on a cruise ship, but it's a, being in a, a cocoon with a bunch of investors and really having a chance to uh, rub brains and talk about ideas and, hey, what are you doing and how are you getting through this crazy uh, market of ours and, and, and so forth. And uh, the great thing about the cruise, of course, all your meals are included, entertainment, uh, all kinds of things. And, and actually, if you go on our cruise, you can hear Russ Gray sing. Yeah, well, well but we're you should go to anyway. Encourage them to come. That's right. You should go anyway. We uh, we have just a ton of fun, and uh, one of the great things that happened this year is uh, at the last minute we got uh, you know we have guest speakers that come on, and, and uh, during the days that we're uh, on on the sea, uh, we have uh, seminars and classes, roundtable discussions, uh, so forth, and then on the port days we just uh, hang out, have a good time, go kick some dirt uh, but or one sand the, in this or, case. Or sand, yeah. One of the uh, gentlemen that joined us, uh, one of the greatest property managers we know, got to come on board and uh, did a great talk on what it takes to find a property manager. So we thought, well, you know what? Let's go ahead and get him on the radio program and uh, and we'll talk about that. But really when it comes to property management, uh, before we meet our guest, there's, uh, there's just a lot you need to know. Everybody can understand the benefit of owning real estate long-term and the fact that tenants are the folks who get up every day, go to work for somebody else and take part of their paycheck, paycheck and give that to us as their landlord uh, that uh, hopefully will cover our expenses. Yeah, well, you know, a lot of investors just want to own an asset that's going to go up in value and pay them cash flow over time. They really don't want to have to work at it. That's why they buy stocks and bonds and mutual funds and things like that. They they don't want to have to be hands-on. And a great property manager, it's not completely hands-off, but it really can insulate you. You know, it's a lot like when we're on the ship. The ship is a beautiful asset. It's a beautiful piece of floating real estate. And you've got uh, you, you've got all kinds of services. And your experience as a customer on that cruise ship is going to be directly related to the quality of the management 
agent that's running that from the captain on down. You know, we got a chance to meet the captain, and he was a great guy. And, you know, all the way down to your cabin steward, the guy switching out your linens every day. And if, it, if, if those people take care of you as the customer, you're happily spending your money. You feel great about the cruise line. You talk positively about it, and you can't wait to go back. Well, if you think about that, if I'm owning a, uh, an investment property, and I want my tenants to, to feel good about paying their rent, to, to appreciate the home that they're living in, to, to feel like they're being served well, that their needs are being met, and to tell their friends, hey, you know what? I'm moving, but I've got this great house, or I've got this great apartment, and I really think that uh, you know, if you're looking for a place to live, this is the place you want to go. And the person that makes that experience, that delivers that experience, is the property manager. And too many people overlook that person and don't realize how critically important they are to their success. Well, let's talk about property management, what, what's, what's involved. And, and because what you may find as an investor is to start out with, you might manage your own property. There are folks that decide to do that. Uh, we call these people lunatics. But uh, no, I, no, really, if you're just starting out in real estate investing and say you own a, a second home that's near your uh, residence and you want to take on the job of property management and save the fee, if you will, you can do that. And frankly, it's a great way to learn the game. It's a great way to understand the job, right? I don't want to learn enough to uh, change out uh, my motor mounts on my, on my uh, car, but I sure want to know enough about my car so that I don't get ripped off by a mechanic, right? You want to right. know when you hear noise and Absolutely. all those kind of things. So you want to know enough about property management to hire a great manager, and, and maybe a way to do that is to do it yourself. Uh, but there's a challenge with that. The reason that we have professionals in real estate, uh, agents and lenders and escrow and title and attorneys is there's a huge benefit to having an arm's length transaction. You don't want to get too close to your tenant because if you do, you'll start to buy into sometimes their excuses, right? Why they're late and so forth. Your manager will treat uh, that as a professional relationship. They don't have any emotion tied to whether or not the rent comes in. Uh, it's all about uh, them performing in such a way that uh, they get the, the, the service, the tenant gets the service, and they pay on time. And so good managers are able to do that and put uh, kind of a barrier between you and your tenant. And they also create a liability barrier for you, too, because typically a property manager is going to be licensed and insured, and it's their job to keep up on what the local tenant law is and what the tenant's rights are. And, you know, you can be perfectly well-meaning, and you can be totally fair, and you can inadvertently violate some obscure portion of the law that you're unaware of when you're doing hands-on property management, and uh, all of a sudden you've got yourself in, in a problem. And, you know, if you think about it, I mean, if I've got a $1,000 a month property and I'm paying 10%, that's $100 a month. You know, when you buy a mutual fund, you're paying the guy maybe 3% of the whole asset value. In this case, you're only paying a part of the cash flow. And you think about, okay, what's my time worth? And what type of risk abatement am I getting, really? Risk mitigation in terms of having a professional, in terms of being able to negotiate. To your point, Robert, just having somebody who can be arm's length and say, hey, you know what? I I'm on your side, Mr. Tenant. I get you. But the policy of the landlord is this, and it's my job to enforce it. And so there's a lot of things that you can do where a, a great property manager can protect you from uh, the hassle factor and a lot of the hidden drainage, if you will, uh, on the uh, uh, on the ownership of a property. Yeah, that's what you want. And of course, you want someone that you can develop a relationship with. They understand what your expectations are. Uh, communication is crucial, right? Your property manager, at the very least, is probably sending you a statement once a month 
month with uh, the rent that came in and any of the costs that were associated with it. Many property managers uh, ha- suggest that you have an account uh, with you know five hundred thousand dollars in it so that they can uh, uh, be able to to handle routine maintenance. Five hundred or a thousand, right? Five hundred thousand. No, five hundred uh, to a thousand. Those somewhere are big in there. properties. Five hundred thousand yeah. in reserve. If you have that kind of reserve, uh, maybe it's less <laughs> than that. But the whole concept is, if a light bulb goes out, you don't want to get a call, right? Right. They have uh, discretion to do some work, but if it's a major repair, if it goes over, you know that that threshold, whatever it is, uh, then uh, then you've got to uh, be contacted and and they'll work that out. But really, what the property manager's job is is to keep it off your radar as much as pro- uh, possible. Now, having said that, you don't want to not take a call from your property manager. It's a great thing when your property manager calls you, even if there's a challenge involved, because they're bringing it to your attention. This is part of what their job is. Yeah. Well, you know, it, it's we had a chance while we were on the ship where the captain came to visit us at one of our parties. And the first thing everybody thought was, well, who's driving the ship? Yeah, the number one question he gets. <laughs> yeah. I said, if you're here, who's, you know, who's like steering the ship? And so it's nice when you get the phone calls because it tells you, hey, somebody's somebody's watching the store and I'm getting some feedback. And so feedback is a good thing. There's nothing wrong with that. I think one of the other things, too, is when you're looking to get a, a great property manager, you want to have somebody that you trust for sure, but you have to trust them in two different ways. And we talk about this a lot, but I think it's important to always remember you have to trust their integrity. But you also have to trust their competency because you can hire somebody that you really like and really trust. But if they're incompetent, they'll mean well, but they'll still mismanage your property. The other part of it, and this is probably the more deadly part of it, you can go hire somebody that's very competent. But if they don't have integrity, what they're going to be really good at is ripping you off. And and there's a lot of ways, and I'm I'm hoping Eric will talk about some of this today. uh, There's a lot of ways that a property manager can take advantage of a naive, trusting landlord. And so if you're a first-time property owner out there and you hire a property manager, you know, there's certain things you need to pay attention to and look for to make sure that you don't become a victim. And then over time, when you do develop a great rapport with someone, and certainly you never want to give them a reason uh, not to, to like you. You know what I mean? It's like we talk about don't don't cuss out the waitress when your salad is still behind the bar because you don't know what you're going to be eating. <laughs> you don't ever want to empower some or give somebody who is in a position to take advantage of you a reason to want to do it. You want to give them every reason not to want to do it. Yeah, absolutely. And understand uh, kind of what their motivation is. This is a referral business. If they're looking for business and you're a happy client, uh, a testimonial can go a long way for their business. Maybe you know other investors that uh, can can uh, avail themselves of their services. I, I, like, I think there's two um, kind of sidelines that I love to use property managers uh, for be able to use their talents. First of all, if I'm looking in a marketplace, uh, I, I like to ask the property manager what the rents are, right? Not right. the real estate agent. Love real estate agents, uh, but real estate agents you'll say, oh, yeah, we can get 1500 for this thing all day long. Then you talk to the property manager and they go, well, 1150 right? The property manager isn't going to puff up the rent because if you choose to hire them, they're going to have to deliver that rent. Right. Uh, secondly, uh, we had uh, David Campbell on the show a few weeks back, and uh, he also was able to come uh, on the Investor Summit with us. He made a great point. He often starts with the property manager, not a property. He identifies a market that he likes and then finds a great property manager, and the property manager is going to have insight into which neighborhood's rent 
environment the best, where they have better stability, uh, what the price ranges are that are the hot price ranges, right? There's great intelligence there that if you're especially coming from outside a marketplace, you're a long-distance investor. Many of us are, right? I say live where you want to live, but invest where the numbers make sense. Right. If you decide that rental property in your area doesn't make sense, it's a big world. Uh, you're going to be a long-distance property uh, owner, then you're going to need a manager that knows that area much better than, than you do. I don't want the property manager that just moved into town. I want the property manager that's been there and understands it and knows the tenant base and knows the area and can view the property that you're thinking about purchasing through the eyes of the tenant. Because you may fly into town and spend a couple days with the real estate agent and go, wow, this is a great property. Love it. Love the location. Love the floor plan. You get the property manager out there after you bought the property and they go, ooh, you know. Yeah, that's the drug drug zone. Right, that's yeah. That's the gang zone. And, you know, it looks good on the outside and you don't know. Or just we don't get very high rents here compared to other places. You know, if you had talked to me first, I could show you a place you could buy a house for, you know, 40% less. They'll rent it for the same amount. Right. That'd be good information to have before you close escrow. So uh, we'll find out uh, more when we come back. You'll get to meet our guest. He's a uh, seasoned property manager who uh, does that for a living and has been doing it a long time. And uh, we're very happy to have Eric Lunenborg on the program. When we come back, you're tuned to the Real Estate Guys Radio Network. I'm your host, Robert Helms. Equity happens. Is it happening to you? Learn more at realestateguysradio.com. Are you struggling to keep up with your mortgage payments? Whether it's your home, vacation, or investment property, there are loan workout options available. To help you sort through all the noise in the marketplace, The Real Estate Guys has written a free 18-page report called What You Must Know Before Attempting a Loan Workout. In this special report, you'll discover the single most important thing the lender looks for before agreeing to modify your loan. Plus, you'll be able to weigh the pros and cons of hiring a professional versus doing it yourself, and much, much more. All you need to do to get your copy is email your request to workout at realestateguysradio.com. It's free, it's confidential, and it's yours when you send your request to workout at realestateguysradio.com. Hope is not a strategy. Start your own economic bailout plan today. Get the Real Estate Guys free report, What You Must Know Before Attempting a Loan Workout. Email your request to workout at realestateguysradio.com. I was getting so scared. I knew I was about to be laid off, and I really needed to find something to help me survive. In this tough economy, I needed to find a way to make more money. What if you could earn money by helping people save money? With Audit My Bills, you can do exactly that. Things are tough out there, and most companies are doing everything they can to cut costs. This is where you and Audit My Bills come in. First, find a business that wants to save money on operating expenses. And what business doesn't? Second, using the successful audit my bill system show that company how much money they could be saving third collect your commission on the amount that you've saved them and get paid a commission for two years four out of five businesses are wasting money on their monthly expenses by helping them you'll be helping yourself to a two-year stream of income it's easy to find companies that need this help seize the opportunity get involved now by calling 888-64-AUDIT that's 888-64-AUDIT 888-64-AUDIT Crikey! Local real estate market a little slow? If there's no appreciation, there's no equity. No worries! There are lots of markets and many are booming. G'day mate, this is Luke Chadwick, the deal hunter with Global Property Network. 
I spend most of my time travelling all over the US and the world hunting down hot markets, great properties and expert agents. Give us a ring at one 411 4GPN and we'll connect you to great agents in great markets with great deals. That's one 411 4476 Well, mate, got to go. To learn more, go to globalpropertynetwork.com or call us at one 411 4GPN. Don't be shy. Do it now. Hi, this is Kendra Todd, winner of The Apprentice, and you're listening to The Real Estate Guys. Welcome back to The Real Estate Guys radio program. I'm your host, Robert Helms. We're talking today about finding the needle in the haystack. That is the right property manager for you. Every property is different. Every owner is different. And you need to find a property manager that's right for you. We are uh, very happy to have uh, one of the uh, the great property managers uh, around uh, on our show today. He hails from the great state of Texas, Dallas, Texas, in fact. Please welcome to The Real Estate Guys radio program, Eric Lunenborg. Thank you, Robert. I'm glad to be here. Hey, great to have you on the investment. Summit that last week. That was incredible. I had an incredible time. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And uh, you know what was great about it is instead of just giving a, a one-hour talk on property management, which you, you certainly did, now the folks there had a week to hang out with you, have lunch, have dinner, ask questions, pick your brain. Pretty neat opportunity. It was a very good opportunity uh, to, to watch some of the relationships that were formed and uh, the opportunity to strengthen some old relationships. It, it was priceless. So actually looking forward to uh, coming back next year. Yeah, awesome. We're uh, we're in the planning stages now for the 2010 Investor Summit, so stay tuned, and we'll tell you about that. You know, I guess we should back up, and, and we met you, Eric, uh, through the executive producer of our radio program, Matthew Pierce. He uh, is an active investor, just like all of us are, and uh, he was very interested in, in your market, Dallas, Texas, and uh, he was saying, hey, guys, I got this guy, and he's really doing a good job for me, and I think he, I think you ought to meet him. And we had a chance to uh, to meet you and then introduce you to uh, one of our sponsors here on the radio show, Global Pro. Property Network, and of course they've availed uh, themselves of your services, and you become uh, one of their star providers. Uh, what GPN does is refer people to different marketplaces, and so if you were to call up Global Property Network and say, "Hey, I want to, I want a great uh, property uh, in, in Dallas, Texas," and you wanted to have that managed, you'd find your way uh, to Eric Lunenborg. Uh, and uh, and since then, uh, excellent feedback from a lot of the investors that have, have used your services. But tell us a little bit about your background, how you got into property management, and uh, and why you decided this was a, a place to be. Yeah, um, I've been in, in this business uh, for my pretty much my entire life. My family uh, owned a lot of real estate property, so I, I grew up mowing lawns, fixing faucets, roofing, uh, framing, uh, pouring concrete, uh, signing leases, and kicking people out. So uh, I ran the gamut on just about everything, uh, starting from the age of 10. Wow. I can look back that far. Yeah. Awesome. Well, you probably know I was born into a real estate family too, so I can uh, I can definitely relate to that. It seemed then like a natural conclusion that you'd be in the family business. And uh, when it comes to uh, the things that you do as a property manager, a lot of it goes unnoticed really by them. I mean, that's if you do your job right, right, they don't really that's know right. some of the stuff. That's right. Uh, but what's involved in uh, in managing a property for all, especially for a long distance owner? Uh, there's a lot involved. Um, first off, um, building a rapport with the property owner is crucial. Um, my first goal is to figure out exactly what they expect, and uh, because everybody comes into this game with different expectations, different backgrounds, and uh, different goals, uh, so. 
part of my job is to understand where they're coming from, what they expect, and uh, and try to execute on that. Uh, another part of that is to insulate them from all the headaches uh, that that come through pro- uh, managing property. Right. And so if I'm able to uh, insulate them, I feel like I'm doing a pretty good job. Now, the, the, you know, you have the, the t- kind of two parts of property management. Uh, you have, uh, if somebody has a, a property that's vacant, someone hires you, they have, let's say they own a house and they want you to, to put somebody in there, you're going to go through the screening process and getting a tenant in. And then once the tenant's in, kind of the, the month-to-month long-term management. Can you speak to those two facets? Yeah. Um, as soon as I realize that there's going to be a vacancy coming up, in, uh, in theory, we know that the property is going to become available in 30 days. Sometimes that's not really the case. It's usually, um, in reality, it might be a week that I might know that the the tenant's leaving. And as soon as I know that the tenant is leaving, uh, a good property manager should have a very vast uh, vendor list. Because in the vendor world, when you've got carpenters, painters, florists, uh, not florists, but... Um, people that put floors in. Yeah. When people that put <laughs> floors in, uh, they it's it's a those people come in and out of the the industry pretty quick so to keep up with that vendor list is literally a full-time job so I get all my guys in there we try to figure out what it's gonna cost to get the property ready and we immediately start marketing it and uh, through that process the most effective way and cost-effective way is to network with the other uh, neighbors because a lot of times we see that the neighbors would like to have family and friends live next door to them. And so if I'm able to capture a new tenant via a neighbor, it's it's going to pay off big time because I don't have to run advertising. This is great. This is I've this is I know you use this technique and you do it well and very few property managers that I've I've met do this. Uh, when you have a vacancy, uh, you'll go around and you'll just knock on the doors and say hi to folks and just want to introduce yourself and of course that's a great way to prospect uh, for, you know, folks who might not be satisfied or or owners who are thinking about moving and and all of that, but um, you get to know, right? In inside and and people who like a neighborhood they live in are generally going to talk about that and maybe they didn't even think, well, I know someone who wants to move here, but now that they know that there's a vacancy, Vacancy, and there they got on their world, and they go, you know, the house across the street from us is is just become vacant. That's a that's a great technique. That's right. Um, and even at the point of acquisition, I think all property managers should know all their neighbors, um, just for the security purposes. Because if things come up, if the house burns down, or if there was a domestic issue, um, the tenant's not going to call you. Uh, the neighbor is going to call you. Yeah. And so, uh, being connected in the community is crucial from a security perspective, and then when there's a need to fill a vacancy, we can go to them and say, hey, uh, and kind of go through the the gamut of uh, figuring out who would be a best fit for the property. Yep, and a referral, it's like in, in the real estate brokerage business. Exactly. A, a sign calls the best call because someone's been at the property. So a neighbor who lives there is, is a great referral. I, I want to go back, though, because you glossed over something because you're so good at it. I don't want the listeners to miss. You maintain a vendor list, and you know who's reliable. And to me, that's one of the big value adds of a property manager. If I live in California and I have a home that I'm renting in Dallas, I don't know which painters are the ripoff artists and which ones are good and who's going to get the project done on time and who's going to have cost overruns. But you know that information, and so you have a team, and, and it's not just that you have people that you've used in the past. Because you have a large volume of rentals, you don't represent a single client. You represent lots of clients. So I put myself in the in the position, I, I'm a painter, and, and I get a call from you, and I know you have hundreds of homes. I want to do a good job. I want to impress you. I want to, I'm going to deliver on time, right? And so 
I couldn't, as an owner that lives long distance, I'm not going to have that information, but but a local property manager that is that tight in is going to have that. Yeah, most of our vendors realize um, how big our, my portfolio is, and they really go out of their way to overperform sometimes. And there are many times where, for an example, if it's Super Bowl weekend, and uh, you're not going to get anybody out to any house doing anything. But if I get on the phone and if there's something that I need, um, I can usually find someone to just that's going to be Johnny on the spot. And that is critical. Yep, absolutely. And same thing when it comes to repairs, right? Mm -hmm. When there's yes. something, it's not just to, to get the house ready to be rented, but when there's a problem. Generally, the agreement uh, that uh, you'll have will be that uh, certain repairs have to be covered by the landlord and probably smaller things that, that happen in the house are, are, are by the tenant. But when something happens, tenants want to see results. They don't want to be told, well, we'll get a guy out in three weeks. That's right. Um, for an example, uh, in Texas, if we have a uh, air conditioning unit that goes out in August, that's a big deal. You bet. And to call a... Um, an air conditioning guy and get him out there immediately is extremely difficult. And one particular time there was uh, an air conditioning that went out and I called our AC guy, I had three AC guys on my particular vendor list that I was using at the time and it was going to be a week before they get out there. And just th those things happen. So sure. I, I called the tenant back and I explained to her the situation and uh, she had a heart condition and she had also had three young kids in there. So I called our handyman and said, I want you to get over there as soon as possible, open up all the windows, go to the store, get about five box fans and yep. just stick them all over the house because we can't wait a week or two weeks for the AC guy to come out there. And we just try to do everything we can to make the tenant feel comfortable and because I would much rather spend $200 to get the windows open, buy box fans, get her set up, than deal with a... Uh, a dead person. And so, that, that goes yeah. such a long way in the goodwill that you're creating, which in turn keeps the tenant happy and keeps the landlord happy. It's it's yeah. really the whole thing is that, uh, especially as you get into the higher rentals, you kind of specialize in, in a range. Tell us the kinds of properties that, uh, that your firm manages. Yeah, uh, our ranges are, it's pretty vast. Uh, what I'm seeing now currently in this market is the Rental properties that we have that range from 400 to, for example, 800, there's a lot of volatility going on. Not to say that there's a lot of vacancies, but there's just a lot of movement. These particular people are in the construction industry, things of that nature. And since we're not building anymore right. these days, um, they're, they're without jobs. But you do have a lot of people moving up, a lot of people moving down. There's just a lot of movement going on. You know, and the guy that pays $400 a month will move over a $25 rent increase. Absolutely. Absolutely, absolutely. And in a recession, those are the kind of people that can't absorb the loss as well as someone who's got a really good job paying $1,000 a month to maybe $2,000 a month. That spread in the Dallas-Fort Worth market seems to be very solid. Yeah, that's interesting and you, that you would know in, in your marketplace. And, of course, the property manager is going to be the expert on this. Where are the market segments that make sense? And, you know, we were talking uh, before the show about uh, this kind of niche area that you found that is, you know, in that 1,200, 1,500 area where you just get better stability. Once people get in there, um, they stay longer. And that's something I want to know, especially if I'm a prospective purchaser in the marketplace. Now, how is it that you decide or help the landlord decide what to charge? What's the going rate for rent? Do I want to maximize? every dollar I can get or, or how do I pick what a property my property should rent for well the the property manager should know the marketplace inside and out like the back of their hand um, 
typically I like to go into the particular marketplace, sub-market, subdivisions, uh, you know, a five-block radius, so to speak. And you want to know uh, what the going rates are. And you want also want to know what it might cost to make the property ready. So if it's an older home, you don't want to spend you know $10,000 to make a property ready when you're only going to get about $800 a month in rent. It just doesn't make sense. So right. I we know the threshold on just what we need to spend to get the property ready that's going to attract the level of tenant that we're going to have in that marketplace. There you go. That's the way to do it. And that's what, you, that's what you're really relying on your property manager to know is to know that market so that when that prospective tenant comes in, uh, you know you're priced well and that keeps uh, your vacancy down. We'll talk about vacancy when we come back because this is uh, the nemesis of the landlord. You're tuned to the Real Estate Guys radio program. Our guest is Eric Lunenborg, hails from Dallas, Texas. And uh, when we come back, we'll play Real Estate Trivia, give you a chance to win a prize. This is the Real Estate Guys radio network. Need help with your real estate investment portfolio? Check out the resources page at realestateguysradio.com. I was getting so scared. I knew I was about to be laid off, and I really needed to find something to help me survive. In this tough economy, I needed to find a way to make more money. What if you could earn money by helping people save money? With Audit My Bills, you can do exactly that. Things are tough out there, and most companies are doing everything they can to cut costs. This is where you and Audit My Bills come in. First, find a business that wants to save money on operating expenses. And what business doesn't? Second, using the successful audit my bill system show that company how much money they could be saving third collect your commission on the amount that you've saved them and get paid a commission for two years four out of five businesses are wasting money on their monthly expenses by helping them you'll be helping yourself to a two-year stream of income it's easy to find companies that need this help seize the opportunity get involved now by calling 888-64-AUDIT that's 888-64-AUDIT 888-64-AUDIT the stock market is killing me. My retirement account has lost nearly half of its value. I keep hearing, hang in there, but that's not what I want to hear. I just feel so out of control. When it comes to your retirement, hope is not a strategy. If hang in there isn't growing your nest egg, then it's time for you to take control of your financial future. There is more to investing than stocks, bonds, and mutual funds. If you think it's complicated to grow your nest egg without the help of some Wall Street wizard, maybe it's because you're in the wrong investments. Don't don't let another day rob you of your hard-earned retirement. Let investor, author, and radio personality Robert Helms show you how you can take control even in this down market. Attend Profitable Retirement Solutions, an educational event packed with solutions for weary investors. Profitable Retirement Solutions, April 18th in South San Francisco. Register now at 888-662-0668 or at rescuemyira.com. 888-662-0668 or at rescuemyira.com. Hi, this is Robert Helms. As a real estate investor, you know you need to be concerned about asset protection. When an investor asks me about the litigation explosion in America and what they can do to better protect their real estate assets, I like to refer them to Corporate Direct. Equity happens, but it can be limited without solid asset protection in place. And Corporate Direct protects your assets. Corporate Direct is owned and operated by Garrett Sutton. He's an attorney, best-selling author, and one of Robert Kiyosaki's Rich Dad Advisors. Garrett and his staff are knowledgeable, helpful, and surprisingly affordable. 
and I know, I've used Corporate Direct and have been exceedingly satisfied with their service. They're on the web at CorporateDirect.com, or you can call them at 1-800-600-1760. That's CorporateDirect.com or 1-800-600-1760. You know you need asset protection for your real estate, so visit CorporateDirect.com or 1-800-600-1760. Find them on the resource page at RealEstateGuysRadio.com. That's CorporateDirect.com. Hello, Robert Kiyosaki. Listen to the real estate guys. They're wild and crazy, but they really know what they're talking about. Well, welcome back to the Real Estate Guys radio program. I'm your host, Robert Helms. We're talking about finding the right property manager, a crucial, crucial team member, especially when you own long-distance real estate. Before we get back to our interview with Eric Lunenborg, uh, let's play Real Estate Trivia. This is your chance to win a prize by knowing our Real Estate Trivia question and has something to do with real estate. And as soon as you hear the question and know the answer, you're going to send us an email to trivia at realestateguysradio.com. That's trivia at realestateguysradio.com. Be sure you include your name and mailing address so we can send you your prize and autographed copy of Equity Happens, Building Lifelong Wealth with Real Estate. And you can find out more at equityhappens.com. That can be yours uh, if you know the answer. And here's how it works. Uh, because we're live on the radio, uh, the first person that gets in uh, their uh, their answer to the question, the, the correct answer will win uh, a prize. But also, since many of you listen via podcast and MP3 at a later date, uh, we also uh, allow those folks to send in their guesses. And then we have a drawing for another copy of Equity Happens autographed by the authors. Uh, we're able to uh, persuade them to do that. Uh, and so you have a chance to win even if you're not listening live on the radio. So here's the trivia question. Before we get to this week's trivia question, last week we were aboard the Carnival Miracle and we asked you this. What is the only Central American country that does not border the Pacific Ocean? The answer, one of our ports and one of our favorite places in the world, Belize, is the answer. Here's our question for this week. The United States is the third, the third largest country by size. The third largest. Russia is the largest country by size. What country is number two? The second largest country in the world. What is it? Send us that along with your name and uh, your physical address so we can send you a copy uh, of Equity Happens, autographed by the authors. That's today's real estate trivia question. We're talking with Eric Lunenborg from Cal Ventures. Eric is a property manager and a real estate broker in Dallas, Texas. And, uh, you know, Eric, one of the things that impresses me about uh, your uh, property management business is you have uh, an uncanny ability to deliver an extremely low vacancy rate. Two things that cost us the most as landlord, turnover, when someone moves out and I have to redo the unit, and vacancy. My house is sitting there empty and nobody's renting it. But but your vacancy rates are, are astonishingly low. How do you do that? Yeah. It's a painful thing for me, too. Uh, when we have vacancies, it costs us money as well as the landlord. So I don't like to see vacancies any more than anybody else. And one thing that I always go back to is the relationships. We have to remain uh, maintain good relationships with the tenants. If uh, if a tenant calls me and says that they have to move or uh, if they up and leave, regardless, um, if I'm able to communicate with them on a regular basis, that's the key thing. If I understand their motive for moving, if they need to downsize or upsize, whatever the case may be, I'm automatically going to think in my own network, where can I move them to? So I don't lose them. So I, I, if they're a good tenant and I want to keep them in my network, I will just move them uh, into another house that I have. Uh, this is great. You can't approach this thinking, well, that means he's taking my 
tenant, my client, and moving them elsewhere. When a guy like Eric has a big inventory, it's working the other way as well. Someone's renting a smaller house than my house, and they've outgrown it. You're going to look at my house or inventory. So that's why I like having a property manager that has lots of inventory. Yeah, it's holistically, it's a good thing for everybody. Yep. So, um, so you also have some some unique uh, things that you do in your marketplace, and every market is different. So maybe let's transition and talk a little about Dallas. Dallas is uh, very large, one of the top ten uh, cities in in America, and uh, certainly you've been there your whole life, so you understand it. So what are some of the the nuances of that market that keep uh, that you're at where you're able to keep vacancy low? Yeah, I've I've spent a lot of time with the Section Eight, the Dallas County Housing Authority, and I'm pretty plugged into that entire uh, culture down there, and. Over the years, I've learned that their uh, waiting list has decreased from 10,000 families uh, from a few years ago to currently about 8,000 families. And on average, they place about 1,000 families a, a month on average, uh, give or take a few. So still a pent-up demand. Yeah, definitely a pent-up demand. And another thing that I've realized or I learned recently is that they've cut off the waiting list. They're not adding any more people to their waiting list. In addition to that, they, the people that they already have placed and that want to move or relocate, they're not allowing them to move unless it's an emergency. Wow. So if we're able to capitalize on a higher rent voucher, a higher rent voucher would be maybe 1100 to 1500 which is a good quality renter in my book um, uh, they're not able to move and so if we're able to capitalize them and capture them as a tenant they're going to be in there for a long time versus an open market renter where they're free to go anytime they want it's so funny you mentioned section 8 and depending on a landlord's experience that's either a positive or a negative in many markets uh, section 8 tenants are less desirable but in many markets they're the best tenants to have for some of the reasons you mentioned and understand this you know section 8 is administered by uh, by HUD but it's not it's it's actually a local level it's administered by local housing agencies and so it is different in different marketplaces so just because you have a positive or negative impression of, of section 8 uh, don't don't carry that prejudice to to a new marketplace find out from the property manager uh, because in this case in in Dallas obviously in the area that you work uh, section 8 is a, a great thing for a landlord to consider yeah uh, the se- the section 8 tenants um, come from different municipalities you've got uh, the Dallas County you've got the the city of Dallas you have Mesquite you have Grand Prairie uh, so they all have their own municipalities municipality governments that are administering the uh, the tenant base uh, and it, you know at the end of the day the landlord or the uh, property manager has the authority to accept or decline any prospects so you may open the door to a, a DHA or a section 8 tenant uh, but you know it, it's your discretion on whether or not you want to have them uh, as your tenant now once they come and they view the property if a property manager is skilled enough to interrogate them on a level that is not um, uh, not in a negative way, but interrogate them on a level where they are able to open up and to allow the property manager to get to know them a lot better. It it it's able, we're able to filter through um, a lot of prospects that probably wouldn't be a good fit. Yep. Excellent. Well, you know, picking a property manager is an art, and many times it's it's like uh, kissing frogs, right? You gotta you gotta go through a few. Um, what are some of the red flags in your experience for someone who's looking for a property manager? What's something that if it comes up, they should uh, take heed that maybe this particular manager isn't the right choice? Yeah, you want to ask uh, things like this: if uh, if you if if a property manager places a tenant and for an ex- 
for some strange reason it doesn't work out and they move uh, and they break their lease. Um, and if they replace a new tenant, are they going to charge the, the landowner a new lease fee within that same um, 12 month span? Right. And in my book, I, I, I don't think that that's right because uh, it's the property manager to find the most qualified, most highest quality tenant in there. And if it doesn't work out for whatever reason, um, it's it's not good for the landowner to be charged over and over again every time that we place a new tenant. So yeah. um, there should be some discretion on that level. Now you uh, manage single family houses, you manage multiple units, and uh, how how wide of a of a geographic area can you or any manager comfortably manage? That's a great question. Uh, the Dallas Fourth area is huge, and we're all over the metroplex. And I cannot do what I do without an incredible team. Uh, for an, for an example, my assistant is a former nine one one operator, and so she's able to uh, absorb an enormous amount of abuse uh, as well as I can yeah. o- over the phone and and decipher and, and to figure out what are the key sticking points you know we get phone calls coming in uh, from irate tenants and we're trying to figure out what are their needs and so you know if we're able to insulate that abuse from our landlords that's that's what we're there for Excellent. And, and and really, that's what you want. You want to know who the team member is, right? There's a lot of these one-man band or one-woman band property management. You know, I, I don't know how you could be away for a week uh, with our investors, which is great for them, great for you in terms of relationships, but someone has to be watching the store, and you've got a great team that supports you. Yeah, I, I can't speak enough. I, I love my team. I, I consider them family, and uh, as, as long as I continue to grow, I will continue to recruit some of the best team members that I can. All right. Well, uh, Eric, certainly a pleasure to uh, have you on the program. Thanks for Uh, sharing some great ideas with us today. Thank you very much. I appreciate being here. If uh, you're interested in uh, finding a great market, and especially if Dallas, Texas sounds good to you, we're going to only come back tell you uh, how you can get in touch uh, with uh, Eric and how you can find a great uh, property there. You're tuned to the Real Estate Guys radio program. Today, needle in a haystack, finding the right property manager. Stay with us. I'm your host, Robert Helms. Hi, this is Garrett Sutton, Rich Dad's advisor. Remember, equity happens. And you're listening to The Real Estate Guys. The stock market is killing me. My retirement account has lost nearly half of its value. I keep hearing, hang in there, but that's not what I want to hear. I just feel so out of control. When it comes to your retirement, hope is not a strategy. If hang in there isn't growing your nest egg, then it's time for you to take control of your financial future. There is more to investing than stocks, bonds, and mutual funds. If you think it's complicated to grow your nest egg without the help of some Wall Street wizard, maybe it's because you're in the wrong investments. Don't let another day rob you of your hard-earned retirement. Let investor, author, and radio personality Robert Helms show you how you can take control even in this down market. Attend Profitable Retirement Solutions, an educational event packed with solutions for weary investors. Profitable Retirement Solutions, April 18th in South San Francisco. Register now at 888-662-0668 or at rescuemyira.com. 888-662-0668 or at rescuemyira.com. 
Are you struggling to keep up with your mortgage payments? Whether it's your home, vacation, or investment property, there are loan workout options available. To help you sort through all the noise in the marketplace, The Real Estate Guys has written a free 18-page report called What You Must Know Before Attempting a Loan Workout. In this special report, you'll discover the single most important thing the lender looks for before agreeing to modify your loan. Plus, you'll be able to weigh the pros and cons of hiring a professional versus doing it yourself, and much, much more. All you need to do to get your copy is email your request to workout at realestateguysradio.com. It's free, it's confidential, and it's yours when you send your request to workout at realestateguysradio.com. Hope is not a strategy. Start your own economic bailout plan today. Get the Real Estate Guys free report, What You Must Know Before Attempting a Loan Workout. Email your request to workout at realestateguysradio.com. Chadwick. With Chadwick. Real estate, like diamonds, are forever. So when it comes to real estate, never say never again. I travel the world for Global Property Network, spying out hot markets, experienced agents, and great deals. So if the world is not enough and you're looking for investment or vacation real estate anywhere in America or around the globe, call Global Property Network. I've got a gold finger for connecting you to great properties. You only live twice, so to grow your income for the second part of your life, you can live and let die, or you can go for it, like the living daylights. GPN is here to help. From Russia with love, this is Luke Chadwick for Global Property Network. Give Luke and his team at Global Property Network a license to kill and find you income-producing property. Tomorrow never dies, so you need Luke to find properties and deals for your eyes only. Call Luke and GPN today, 877-411-4GPN. That's 877-411-4GPN. Or on the sponsors page at realestateguysradio.com. Live nationwide, you're listening to The Real Estate Guys. Find out more at realestateguysradio.com. We're back on The Real Estate Guys radio program, and I'm your host, Robert Helms. Hey, thanks so much for tuning into the show. Uh, we're here every week on the radio and all the time at realestateguysradio.com. If you haven't signed up for our newsletter, you can do that. And uh, when you do, you're automatically entered uh, into our drawing for a free cruise. We're going to be cruising again in 2010 on our Investor Summit at Sea. Uh, you get a chance to meet a lot of great uh, speakers, uh, investors, practitioners, and uh, hang out with the Real Estate Guys. Uh, looking forward uh, to that. Russell Gray, uh, what'd you think about our interview with uh, Eric Lunenborg? Yeah, I, I was amazing. I was just sitting there listening to everything, and I picked up three or four different things that I didn't really know before, things I hadn't thought about. And, you know, when anytime you're a professional in anything, especially when you grow up in the business, I mean, that's amazing. Yeah. And you grow up in an area and you really know the area, there's just so many little nuances. The thing... The things that, that you only know if you've been there, you know, we call it seat knowledge, saddle knowledge, whatever you want to call it. Uh, but there's just those little things, you know, that, that thing about the, uh, the whole HUD deal. I thought that that was fascinating. How brilliant is it to hire a 911 operator to be on the front lines of, of, of responding to tenant phone calls? I thought I, that, that was brilliant. Yeah, the worst possible day at the office is going to be a walk in the park for someone that's got that experience. Can you imagine? Yeah, that's amazing. Well, you know, that's the thing about long-distance uh, investing is that you're not on the ground. You've got to have a team, right? You've And when I'm acquiring the team, I want to make sure I have a great broker that knows the inventory well. Uh, if I'm going to get a loan, a lot of loans are very different as you move from state to state. And sometimes, especially in today's climate, uh, you need a local lender and for sure property manager. You know, as we look at the real estate industry, all the different players 
in the industry. In a lot of ways, I firmly believe the property manager is the unsung hero. They can make or break the deal. You decided to buy a property because you wanted uh, capital appreciation, equity growth, you wanted cash flow, and if you don't have your property managed, you're dead in the water. Well, I think one of the other uh, amazing things that uh, I picked up and really made me think about is that your property manager does a lot more than just manage the property. I mean, if you think about that, he manages a whole set of relationships. It's not like a single asset manager, like a frontline worker. This is a supervisor or a mid-level manager in your real estate investing business. This guy runs a department because it may only be one property, but he's got the contractors. And in this case, he's even managing the relationships with the neighbors for you. Maybe the police, right? If you've got some type of a disturbance or something and they come out and they say, oh yeah, you know, that's Eric. And uh, I know Eric always takes care of his stuff. So even though we've got this problem here with this property, this tenant, you know, we, we know Eric's on the ground. He's going to take care of it. And uh, those are just all the little subtle things that you don't think about. But uh, I, would, I would make the argument that of all of the different professionals that you work with when you get in and out of a property, the one that is by far the most important is the one that handles it from all the in-between especially if you're a buy and hold investor. If your thing is like, I'm going to buy this property, I got a great real estate agent, got a great loan broker and you know escrow title, insurance, all that stuff. You put all that stuff through, the deal's done. You're done. You're not going to really see those people again maybe for a little while, except maybe on another property. Meanwhile, that property and the cash flows that you're depending on to support that property and control it while equity happens over time, that's the property manager. And then the value of the asset at the end of that term is going to be dependent upon how well the property's been managed, how well has it been maintained, how strong are the cash flows. Man, I mean, the most important person by far. So people often ask, well, what does it cost to hire a great property manager? And, of course, that varies too, right? Uh, I have a property that's uh, more than 100 units, and my property manager charges me 4.75% of the rents. That's pretty low. I have a resort property where I'm charged 40% because what they do is a lot more intensive, and uh, they not only find tenants, but, uh, you know, monthly uh, or nightly and weekly tenants, but the hands-on turnover and, and and the, the high concierge service and so forth. So the range is incredible. What you don't want to do is pick a property manager by price, by right. cost. Right. This one charges 8, that one charges 10, that one charges 12. I'll take the 8. Brian Tracy has a great expression that I love. He says, the pain of low quality always outlasts the pleasure of low price. Right. The pain of low quality always outlasts the pleasure of low price. You don't want the low price leader. You want to make sure that you're getting the, and I'm not saying that the best property manager necessarily charges more because they often have the efficiencies necessary to bring in a very competitive rate. But but rate is secondary, right? If a guy charges 15% but has zero vacancy and another guy charges 10% but has three months worth of vacancy, right, what's a better deal? Well, you don't have to be a rocket scientist, you know, to figure that out. It's just mathematical. But I think the point is, is that your criteria and your checklist in terms of your priorities, price is pretty low. You want to make sure that you can trust them. You want to make sure they're competent. And then uh, you, you, want to make sure, you want to make sure that they, they are well um, established in the marketplace so that they have those relationships. Because when you hire that property manager, you just bought all of those relationships. Yep. And so you're, you're paying quite a bit. And so what's the difference really in the overall scheme of things between, say, 8% and 12%? Four percent. So on a thousand dollar property, what are we talking? Forty bucks. I mean, 
how how much better does the guy have to be to to be worth forty dollars a month more? Yeah, and not saying you shouldn't shop around, right? One of the things to do if you go into a brand new marketplace and you don't know anybody, uh, first look for a referral. If you don't have a referral, a great place to start Global Property Network. In fact, if you're interested in uh, learning more about uh, what Eric does in Dallas, you could uh, contact uh, the folks at uh, GPN GlobalPropertyNetwork.com or eight seven seven four one one four GPN. Shameless plug for our number one sponsor. As we should. That's yeah. our job. Uh, um, but if uh, if you if you get a referral from a personal contact, another investor that you know, great place to start. And just go through some of the questions that we talked about today on the show. Eric gave us some great insight. And, you know, you want to find out what is their policy about, uh, you know, 24-hour turnaround on phone calls. If you're expecting your property manager to call you all the time, um, that may not be such a great idea, right? May I'd rather they were more responsive to my tenant than me. Right. Right? I mean, I want to know when stuff happens, but really, let's say that there's a pipe that breaks. I want my property manager working on that, not informing me about it. Right? right. I mean, I want to know, but but I really want their attention to be getting the vendor out there, making sure the tenant's okay, getting whatever it's done. I mean, I love Eric's example of the, the air conditioning. Of course, when it's 90 degrees in, or 100 degrees in Dallas and there's air conditioning going on all over the place, it's hard to get a vendor. But what can your manager do? They're just going to say, well, I couldn't get anybody. No, you got to think differently. You got to make sure that they have the the best interest of both the tenant and, and you at heart, because you're both really the client. I th- well, obviously, clearly, you're you're the client, and I think in a lot of ways, your property manager is your client. If you think about it, the, one of the one of the only or best run airlines, uh, most profitable airlines, uh, has a philosophy that is: you take great care of your employees, and they will take great care of your customers, and that will ha- have your business be successful. If you take great care of your property manager and give them what they need to be successful and protect them, I mean, they, you know, your customer, the tenant, isn't always right. In fact, a lot of times, he's not going to be right, and so. It's really just a different paradigm how you look at things. The other thing is, I think, don't ask your property manager to do things that he's not comfortable with. If the guy does single-family homes and and you want him to run a strip center for you – you know, maybe that's his expertise. Maybe it's not. And, uh, you know, hopefully the good property manager will be strong and say, hey, this is what I do. This is what I know. This is what I'm expert in. And you'd be better served if you want that type of property management to go someplace else. Uh, and that's great because there's some people that can handle C-class and Section 8 and some of that kind of stuff. Other people are just like, you know what, that's just not my thing. I don't want to manage that kind of property. And so you need to make sure that not only they're a great property manager, but they're also uh, expert and experienced and established in the type of property management that you actually need for the types of properties that you want to acquire in a given marketplace. You know, having some experience with lots of different managers in lots of different places, right? Not just nationally, but internationally, a great property manager is worth the weight in gold. Yep. It's such a key position. And here's just some advice. Don't shoot the messenger, right? If your property manager calls up with a challenge, right? We've had this issue come up. The property manager didn't create the issue most of the time, right? So we tend to get upset, but don't get upset at the person that's in the position to help you, right? This is you you want them to call it's and say hey, this is the deal. It's, it's we. our problem. Absolutely. Hey, uh, you know, we uh, had an opportunity to spend some time with uh, Eric uh, this uh, this last week at our Investor Summit at Sea, and it's just that's just a great opportunity to spend time with people. Uh, one of the things he's doing is uh, he's managing uh, uh, some brand new houses. And as we talked about a few weeks on uh, back on the show, uh, when we talked about low-maintenance cash flow properties, uh, I think it's an aw- awesome opportunity to, to look around right now. There's some great bargains out there. There's some uh, great ability to get into properties that are truly low-maintenance. You, you wrap that around great management 
at the same time. That can be huge. Uh, we have a report that we're happy to send you. We'd love you to get a copy of it. If you haven't already requested the cash flow report, send us an email to cashflow at realestateguysradio.com. That's cashflow at realestateguysradio.com. David Campbell has prepared a, uh, a great report on the things uh, to look for when it comes to finding a great cash flow property. And of course, one of those things on that list, uh, finding a great manager. Hey, uh, we don't uh, have the dates ready to be announced, but once you start thinking about coming with us on the 2010 Investors Summit at Sea, uh, had a great group of folks this last time, including a couple of Real Estate Guys listeners who uh, found us on the podcast and ended up on the ship. Yeah, that was really funny because they were so excited to see us. We did a radio show on the ship and they you know, had been listening for the longest time and had never seen us actually produce the show. And uh, at least the one gal is the only person who's only ever seen us in our in our uh, casual clothes because normally when we go out in public we're always in suits and ties at our seminars and and uh, we, we have you ever seen us in a suit, you know never seen us in a suit and tie before she'd only ever seen us in our shirts and t-shirts right to uh, the we're well-rounded the real estate guys and uh, more so after the cruise but uh, come with us it's going to be uh, a whole bunch of fun if you sign up for our newsletter at realestateguysradio.com you'll be entered in a drawing to win a free cruise somebody is going to come for free in 2010 that person could be you hey thanks to uh, eric lunenborg for uh, being on the program today. Uh, thanks to Matthew Pierce for not only introducing us to uh, Eric Lunenborg, but uh, handling our show as our executive producer. Uh, thanks to uh, Chathan and uh, Paul Venry, our engineers. And uh, thanks to you, our loyal listener. Uh, we'll talk to you next week on the Real Estate Guys radio program. And th until then, remember, equity happens. Make sure some happens to you. This airing of the Real Estate Guys was brought to you in part by our sponsors, Audit My Bills. Help companies increase their profits and make a profit yourself with Audit My Bills. Perfect for anyone looking to earn an extra income. Call 888-64-AUDIT. Global Property Network. Referrals to the world and properties to your doorstep. Call GPN at 877-411-4GPN. Profitable Retirement Solutions. Find ways to grow your nest egg even in this failing economy. Attend the Profitable Retirement Solutions Seminar on April 18th. Call 888-662-0668 or visit rescuemyira.com. You can find out about these and our other valued sponsors on our sponsor page at realestateguysradio.com. And to learn how you can sponsor the program, call Matthew Pierce at 510-521-5100. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week with the Real Estate Guys. Are you excited about real estate investing but not sure where to get started? Learn the secrets of building wealth through real estate in the comfort of your own home. In the Real Equity Home Study Course, professional investor Robert Helms and his team of experts show you why real estate outperforms other investments. Stop dreaming about investing in real estate and start doing something about it. Order the Real Equity Home Study Course today at realestateguysradio.com and click on resources. realestateguysradio.com.